Hey, Dream Achievers. Welcome to the Clarity Conversations podcast. It's your host, Cassandra Rosa, and I am so excited that you are tuning in to the episode today. This is a personal development and business podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. I post episodes every Thursday at 11.11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Today, I am joined by one of my dear friends and a musical therapist and coach. Kellyanne is going to share how you can incorporate more self-care and music into your routine and why it is so important that you do so as an entrepreneur. Thank you so much for joining me today, Kellyanne. It's amazing to have you here. Oh, you're welcome. It is a pure privilege to be here today. Yes, yes, yes. Kellyanne is actually joining us and recording this episode at the hospital right now. Everything is good and fine, but do you want to share a little bit more about that, Kellyanne, before I introduce you formally? Sure. Um, yeah, I'm here live from the hospital uh, because I'm expecting triplets and they might come any day now. So I am here um, to make sure everything is safe and healthy for all of us. And we're just waiting for the right moment for them to be born. So it's very exciting. Such an exciting time. She's a master creator, that is for sure. And uh, it was so important to have her be part of the podcast. And luckily, she was open to record, even from her hospital bed with her cozy little pregnancy pillow in the background. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so excited to introduce her. So Kellyanne is a creative helping professional and works across a variety of healing modalities to bring people closer to a state of balance, flow, wellness, and connection. An accredited music therapist and a member of the Canadian Association for Music Therapists, she holds a Bachelor of Music from Queen's University, which is a huge university here in Canada, if any Americans are listening and are unfamiliar, and a Master of Arts in Ethnomusicology from the University of Toronto and a graduate certificate of music therapy from Concordia uh, University. She is also an advanced trainee in the Boney method of guided imagery and music. Recently, Kellyanne has expanded her scope of training and is now a certified meditation teacher and coach. Woohoo! Kellyanne's approach harnesses the healing power of arts to create meaningful experiences that promote development, wellness, connection, personal growth, and deeper self-awareness for her clients. For the past seven years, Kellyanne has worked with clients who have a range of abilities and needs, including children and adults on the autism spectrum and with developmental delays in the Indigenous community, cancer care, palliative care, and geriatrics. She has also supervised many talented music therapy students as a part-time faculty at Cornodia University. Kellyanne's current work is grounded in intuitive spiritual healing to help people achieve personal growth and soulful connections. And she is really active on social media, does a bunch of live videos and amazing content. So we're going to talk a little bit about her coaching in just a bit, but Thanks again for coming, Kellyanne. It was amazing to introduce you. Oh, awesome. I'm so glad to be here. It's such a pleasure. 
Yeah, she's going to be talking about her flow method as well, um, with getting more balance and flow in your life using self-care, but we'll talk about that in just a bit. Um, but that was such a formal introduction. You have so many accolades and studied so much in music therapy. Like for those listening that aren't familiar with music therapy, do you want to explain a little bit about what it is and what the benefits are? Yeah, so music therapy is, uh, is a way of using music um, sort of as like the lens or the catalyst to help people um, overcome challenges or to um, get closer to their personal goals. So it depends on, I guess, on each individual person, what their needs are, where their challenges are, and where their strengths are. So music is a wonderful way of helping people um, expand and feel really fulfilled and really great about their strengths, while also strengthening, building up, and helping them overcome their challenges. So it's a wonderful approach to helping people in a variety of different circumstances. Um, so that's in a nutshell what music therapy is. It can include live music, creating music like improvising music, using a variety of instruments, um, or even listening to recorded music as well. So it can be any of those things, just depending on the client and their needs and their preferences. Awesome. And how are you using music therapy and blending that with your other healing modalities that you are using in your practice and in your coaching now to help them achieve the flow and the balance they're looking for? Yeah, well, I'm using it in a variety of ways. Um, in particular, um, definitely using the breath because with music, there's always like rhythm, breathing. Those are huge components, like core elements of music. So those are core elements that also exist in meditation, for example. And those are core elements that exist in having let's say a balanced day in terms of how you're prioritizing your time. So those concepts of breathing and rhythm, they are across the, the span of music therapy to meditation to self-care. Um, the other thing is I use music almost all the time in meditation when I'm leading people through. And I definitely use my knowledge of music to carefully choose a piece of music that will support the goal of any given meditation. And I also empower people to learn how to craft their musical listening habits to support their overall well-being, to support their self-care practices, and to support their ability to move through emotions. That's amazing. It's amazing how you took all of your gifts and your interests and you put it into this beautiful little package that is your flow method, which is so awesome. So for the spiritual entrepreneurs that are listening, why do you think it's important for them to incorporate more of the flow method and self-care and these healing modalities into their practice? And how do you think that's going to impact their business by doing so? Right. So the flow method is really, um, it's really about empowering caregivers. That includes spiritual entrepreneurs because you're working in service to others, right? So it's empowering caregivers to uh, master their self-care 
and to become the most confident version of themselves. So with that, um, really what I'm doing is I'm taking more of a focus on what's happening in your inner world because self-care can often focus on the external, especially with physical, especially with grooming, exercise, hydration, which I guess is a bit internal too, because you're hydrating your body. And those are a very, very important parts of self-care. But those are the parts that I find are easily accessible to most people. And the resources tend to be um, pretty much everywhere. They also tend to be the resources people start off with, you know, where they're going to improve their health or they're going to go for a walk for 15 minutes a day, which is great. Um, but how many people have support and coaching through the internal, which is emotional self-care, spiritual self-care, and elements of social self-care that do affect our inner world, you know, our relationships, our friendships, our ability to get along with others at work. Those impact our emotions, right? Do you have self-care tools to move through all of those ebbs and flows of those relationships and those things um, on a day-to-day -day basis, especially as an entrepreneur, especially if you're getting a string of no's and moving through that and still maintaining your um, momentum, you know? So the flow method really focuses on your care of yourself, connecting to yourself, and that's where we go deeply into some spiritual work, and then the confidence element. Like being able to come out of that with your skill set, with your strengthened ability to move through emotions, your strengthened ability to connect to yourself and get into a point of creation. And if you're in that point of creation, you're building confidence. So that's, uh, that's a little snippet of, of the flow method and how it might benefit um, a spiritual entrepreneur. No, I love it. And I think that this is really, really important to talk about because often in entrepreneurship, when we look for help, like we look for a coach that's going to help us with business and putting together the funnels and knowing what to say and how to create content, what to post on Instagram. But I think one of the things that limits us most in business is all the internal, like you're saying, the emotional side, the confidence side, dealing with the no's right? Like that own internal world, because ultimately your business is a mirror of you. So if you are, you know, having blocks coming up over and over again, it kind of comes down to your emotions, right? Because everything is a mirror that comes back. And we talked about this in the earlier episodes, I think at this point, when you're listening, maybe about three or four episodes ago, about the importance of your belief systems and your internal world and how that's going to affect your spiritual business. So these tools sound amazing and helping you get into flow and affecting your business for sure oh yeah absolutely and especially for the entrepreneurs you know who've been at it for a while and you might actually be starting to feel a little bit of um i'll say drained or a little icky in there i like i've been grappling with the word burnout lately and thinking of like breaking up with that term because is it really that or is it that you need a major shift and is it just like a huge alarm bell for you? In which case, it's more like a, it's more like a fire up. <laughs> but um, certainly, 
certainly the self-care is so important as an entrepreneur and it's usually because also as entrepreneurs we're building our career on our passion right and so it's not it's more than just a job it is like you said it's who we are and it's a reflection of ourselves and so that gets sensitive you know and yeah some we take things personally sometimes because it is so close to our heart it's so close to our sense of of building meaning into our not just our work life but into our life too right entrepreneurs are passionate people and passionate people have emotions well we all do but you know yeah, yeah. so i think that um and also we we can be busy entrepreneurs get really really busy and not just with like busy work but we are like we have a a lot to do in a day and so having those self-care tools that you can use throughout your day um you know it's uh i i, I coach people something i call um, meditation for multitaskers <laughs> but it's just like one minute meditations that you can do when it looks like you're doing something else but it's just to keep that mind of yours really focused on where you want to be, where you want to be going. What do you want to get out of this moment? Yeah, there's so many good nuggets just from that piece of what you were just saying. And I think the whole piece of like the emotional side, because our passions are our business, that if it's not well received, if you had a launch and you didn't get as many people as you wanted, or if someone leaves you a comment on Instagram or on Facebook and it's not the best, like there can be that whole concept of taking things personally, right? And the only way that you're going to be able to get back up from that and excel through that and learn the lessons is working internally on what it is that you're moving through and not just pushing through it, but healing through it. So you're able to thrive through and uh, achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. So I love that you were saying that whole emotional piece and really connecting in our passion with our emotions and the internal world. And I also loved how you were saying about like the multitasking aspects and the busyness, right? And how it's important to incorporate more self-care because we are so busy. So taking that time for ourselves to slow down, to do that meditation, even if it is a one minute meditation, to journal write, to do some breath work, right? Because at the end of the day, I'm one to admit like starting my business and having my dad that was an entrepreneur, it's very workhorse, go, 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 energizer bunny. And even myself, I need to catch myself to have that self-care time and that time to go within, which only fuels me more to impact the people that I want to. So thanks for sharing that. Oh yeah, totally. And I mean, I am speaking from a place where like this time last year, I was totally in that like burnout what I'm maybe thinking of referring to now as a fire up because it wasn't a burnout so much as a things need to shift in a major way and um, it's just like I knew the way things are going right now um, need a shift so that I can keep going because at the end of the day I really checked into myself and I was like I want to be of service to others and then I had to really ask, how do I want to be of service to others? Do I want to continue in music therapy, helping people through, through the beautiful ways music can help people? 
um, do I want to do something different? And the answer was yes to both, right? That's, that's what I figured out over a period of time. But there was that point where I was just about ready to throw in the towel. And so coming from that place, you know, the self, like the flow method of self-care is really like, really inspired um, and based on, on that situation where, you know, too, you know, too much multitasking, too many projects, too many deadlines, too much responsibility, not enough delegating. I could go on and on. I don't really want to <laughs> focus yeah. on my mistakes or my, I'll say my opportunities to learn and grow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, same thing with like every time you get a comment that's not the comment you want, you know, you can learn and grow from that. And um, Brene Brown, who I love, she always says, you know, be very careful how much you listen to people like that because until they're in the arena face down, flat down, falling down, and they, until they take the risk, until they're willing to put themselves out there the way you're putting yourself out there, do they really get a, a say in the matter? Do they get a seat at the table? I mean, that's your choice to make. I would say no for myself, so thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I love those. And I thank you for highlighting your quote unquote mistakes, those areas of opportunity for growth, because I feel like those can be some cues for introspection for all the listeners. Are you experiencing burnout? Are you feeling like you have so much on your plate? Are you feeling tired? Are, are you needing more self-care? Are you needing to do more delegation? Like, what does that look like for you in your business? Because I feel like these are the reasons that people quit being an entrepreneur and why a lot of entrepreneurs fail in their business is because of the burnout, because of the lack of self-care, because of the lack of emotional well-being, right? Um, and having that support system and, you know, doing the coaching for yourself, like having your own coach to help you work through what it is that you're dealing with as an entrepreneur. So powerful stuff. Totally. And I think too, it's like, I think it's also an awareness of how crucial it is to invest in yourself. Mm -hmm. Reinvesting in your business includes reinvesting in yourself. Yeah. And that if you neglect that part, you can get away with it and it's okay. But eventually you might not be able to get away with it as easily. And then you will have a huge calling to nurture that side of yourself and so it's really important to always have a really solid self-care routine that is balanced so mm -hmm. it includes the physical it in, that is grooming nutrition exercise hydration um then you know even being in nature it's you know that it includes the social that you're nurturing your friendships, your family, your family relationships, or your community engagement. That it's um, the emotional care, that it's the spiritual self-care, having regular practice, whether whatever that looks like for you, journaling, um, meditation, yoga, creative expression, and you know, there even like sensory self-care, like making you know, the pleasure of aromatherapy maybe, or um, 
but the tactile, like taking a bubble bath is this beautiful multi-sensory experience that is so, can be so relaxing. Because you've got the smell, you've got the feeling, you've got the visual of the bubbles if you do bubble bath or a bath bomb, you know what I mean? You can put a candle, you can put music, and so you have this multi-sensory um, pleasurable experience for yourself. Yeah. Love it. You've already given so many potential ideas of how they can incorporate their own self-care routine, but if you were to give three for the spiritual entrepreneurs that are listening, um, three ways that they can incorporate more music and in, like internal self-care for themselves mm -hmm. outside of the running, you know, and getting the exercise and the drinking water, what would those three ways be? Okay, so for sure, I would definitely um, start with <clears throat> taking 10 breaths in, in silence. So um, something I used to do, because um, I used to have a long drive before getting to a client's house, that was back when I could visit clients in their homes. Um, and of course, you know, the traffic and, make, you know, the pressure of getting there on time and all of that. You know, that was the kind of like a busy kind of tense experience at times because I was living in Montreal at the time. So if anyone is driven in Montreal afternoon traffic, you'll understand what I'm saying. Um, and, you know, arriving to the home and I would always sit in the car, turn off the engine, turn off my phone and sit there and take 10 deep breaths before I went in because I wanted to center myself. I wanted to be still and I wanted to be ready to focus on my client. So breath is such a, like I mentioned before, breath is such an important integral part of music, not just for singing, but for playing any instrument, for being ready to do any task where you need a lot of focus. So I would definitely do 10 deep breaths and that doesn't take much time. So you have time for that. So that's my number one tip for incorporating music into self-care for your work day, for sure. Number two, I would say create playlists that are purposeful. So let's say you're getting ready in the morning and you want to have a joyful mindset and or you want to have a productive mindset and it takes you 15 minutes to maybe get dressed and brush your hair or whatever you do, you know. Make a playlist that is 15 minutes long that fits your theme so that every song is, a, is joyful for you or every song is the product productivity for you, you know? And then it structures your time. So you don't have to worry about what time it is. You're not constantly looking at the clock. You're using the music to manage your time and get your mindset in the right place. So I would definitely do that as well. And then my third tip is, well, do I want it? So for music-based, well, actually, this is not really a music-based tip, but I feel like I want to share it with the entrepreneurs. Yeah. There, yes, please. Which is allow yourself to check things off your list completely. So, well, I guess it is kind of like music. So when you're playing music and you're reading sheet music, you're reading the notes that are right there in front of you. You're not thinking about what just passed. You have to be right there in the present moment, right? Reading music, reading music. Well, that's the same thing that you can do for your business decisions that you're making throughout the day. Be in the present moment. Check things off your list. Decide. 
sit with it. Is it okay? Yes, good. Move on. Don't go back and revisit it a million times. That's rehearsal. That's not performing, right? That's not improvising. That is rehearsing. So do you really want to rehearse a decision about an Instagram post 20 times? No, you, you, you want to improvise through that, right? So decide if you, you know, where do you want to do the rehearsing? Well, maybe in, um, maybe in a speech you're going to give, or maybe in, um, where do you want to do rehearsing? Maybe in a session that you want to deliver, you go back over, you look back at what you want to change for next time, where you want to grow, where you want to improve. Yeah, there's time to rehearse, but also remember there's time to improvise and time to just like perform, decide, then drop it, move on, take a bow. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. So to do a little recap, breath work, the 10 deep breaths, intentional, purposeful playlists. I love that because sometimes we just shuffle up our, our phone, right? And it can affect the vibe and checking things off your list and being really present, just like when you're playing a piece of music. I love that, Kellyanne. Thanks for those tips. Those were awesome. You're welcome. Awesome. And while we're wrapping up here, this amazing interview, even though I could talk to you forever and hear more about your music and your self-care, um, what is the best way for all the listeners to connect with you and learn more about your coaching program? Awesome. Yeah, you can connect with me uh, through my website, kellyannev.ca, or on Facebook, Co. Or on Instagram, I think I'm at K.A. Vandy. Well, thank you so much again, Kellyanne, for being here. Thank you all for listening to this episode today. If you loved it, please rate and review. Um, connect with Kellyanne. Connect with me on Instagram as well. My handles for Instagram are in the show notes and my website is there. I would love to connect with you and help you achieve your dreams and your desires for the rest of 2021. Have an amazing rest of your day and we will see you back here on Thursday at 11 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for the next episode. Bye!